Hey everyone, this is Olivia, and I want to welcome you to a new episode of Soaking in the Sunlight. As I've shared before, I'm a 27-year-old in love with Jesus Christ, and I want everybody to come to know the Lord as well. Okay, so today I want to share a testimony, um, a testimony that has happened to me recently, and something that I've been desiring for a long time. Uh, So to just get straight to the punchline, uh, recently I was filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Now, uh, some people out there may know what that is, some may not. Um, So I'm actually going to leave a uh, Bible passage reference in the show notes so you can learn a little bit more about it from the Word of God. Um, But this episode today is more about just sharing my testimony. um, And I pray that we all learn more about it today. Okay, awesome. So, uh, the week before last, my church had a revival and a revival, um, is sort of like a, uh, it can be one service. It can be a series of services to really, uh, encourage the people of God to, um, get back on track with him, to get closer to him, to, uh, reignite the fire and passion that they had for him a while ago in order for them to, um, once again, get serious about God and, and to, um, more or less, uh, reignite again, that relationship with the Lord. Okay. So we had that revival, uh, ministers from our church, uh, they spoke each night and, you know, during this revival week, I wanted to fast from Monday to Friday because I felt like, you know, I want to get as much as I can out of this week as possible you know, um, you know, I wanted to be revived. I wanted to get closer to God, you know, and that's still my desire. (laughs) Um, so I was able to go to the services. They were great. Um, each one had a powerful word to share with all of us. And, you know, again, like during this time, you know, I was fasting and praying and I believe that also helped me to lock in more, Uh, that week lock in more in order to hear from God and get closer to the Lord. So during that week, uh, I remember the Lord just kind of letting me know that this, that particular week was a week for him to renew my mind. And it just seemed like the Lord was purging my mind of all the thoughts that were just kind of cluttering my head and whatnot, you know, um, just to more or less let me know that I had victory over them. And that particular week was there to help me grow in the Lord. And I remember by the end of the week, um, on Thursday, the revival was ending Friday night. I remember on Thursday, at one point, I just felt the power of God. And also that Friday, my parents and I went to the grocery store and I stayed in the car. They went inside to get groceries. And I remember praying in the car. And I remember before I prayed, um, I actually wanted to call my aunt, um, about something and you know instead you know the Lord was just pushing me to pray instead and you know I prayed and you know after I prayed I just felt the power of God again um and you know I felt more or less so close to uh uh, speaking in tongues um but it didn't happen yet uh so then you know, uh, I remember, uh, sometimes that my pastor, he'll testify of how he got filled with the Holy ghost. And, uh, one day he purposed in his heart that he was going to get filled that day, um, that evening at that service or that morning service, whichever time of the day it was, he purposed in his heart that he was going to get filled there. 
And so he went along and he ended up getting filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And, um, you know, I, I also purposed that in my heart, you know, um, that, you know, or at least I felt that I was going to get filled with the Holy Ghost, uh, at that Friday night service, you know, um, or at least, uh, that Friday night. So I went to service there, um, and there was an altar call. And at one point I went to the altar on my knees, um, and so, you know, I started crying out to God and it almost seemed like I couldn't really hear anything because everything just seemed so loud. Um, and also, too, I want to share that, you know, sometimes, you know, you'll see people kind of do different things at the altar. And, you know, some you may feel a little silly for, you know, doing those things, but don't feel silly. You know, you're there to worship God. You're there to connect with God. You're there to confess. You're there to worship. You're there to uh, recommit, you know, reignite. So don't, don't feel silly about it because something that you're doing, it can inspire someone else, um, to worship the Lord, to get down on their knees, to lift their hands. Um, because yeah, like even, uh, at the altar call, um, I remember seeing another sister, she went down on her knees and, you know, I wanted to do the same. So her, uh, her obedience to the Lord of just, you know, going down on her knees encouraged me to do the same thing as well so definitely uh whatever you do up at worship you know in the service or at the altar you know don't feel silly you know god is there and he knows what what you need so that's in a little aside there <laughs> um so yeah at that time at the altar i was just crying out to god and it almost seemed like i couldn't really hear anything because everything just seemed very loud and i mean it was good it was it was good because you know a lot of people were praising god and um uh, there was music but at that point i didn't get filled yet um and the service ended and i went up to my aunt afterwards um who herself you know she's also filled with the holy ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues and uh she has given me you know over the years some wise counsel and advice and whatnot and uh specifically i went to her to ask her kind of talk to her about my experience with like you know, feeling the power of God, you know, re in the past recent days and, you know, um, more or less just feeling close. And, uh, you know, cause I was like, you know, I feel like the Lord is giving me like the words to say. <laughs> um, and she said, you know, you're overthinking it, relax. <laughs> and that kind of gave me a bit more reassurance um, you know, so then I ended up going home and I still had this sort of drive. I still stayed locked in. Um, you know, I, I, I wanted to get filled. Um, and I remember I, uh, was listening to, um, another revival on YouTube. Um, it was a youth revival and the speaker said something that really resonated with me. She shared the scripture from Psalm 116, verse 12. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits towards me? Uh, that was a scripture that she referenced. And, uh, you know, she she emphasized, you know, what shall I render unto the Lord? You know, the Amplified says, what will I give to the Lord in return for all his benefits towards me? How can I repay him for his precious blessings? Just another way to, to think about it, because you know, uh, just then she started to emphasize like, you know, what else can I give to the Lord? What else can I give to him? You know, um, in a world where, 
you know, uh, and, and the visible Christian church where, you know, some may try to get as close to the world as possible, try to hold on to the things of the world as much as they can um, and still say that they're saved. You know, uh, we need to decide as Christians to say, you know what, Lord, I'm going to give up everything. You know, what else can I give you to honor you, to thank you for how you saved me, for how you transformed me, for how you fill me with your Holy Ghost, for how you keep me safe, for how you keep my family safe. You know, what else can I do? You know, like that, that should be more of our posture and question versus saying, you know, Lord, you know, I love you, but I, I want to keep some things in the world. You know, uh, I still like that. I, I don't really see a problem with uh, these sins or these weights, but the Lord doesn't want us to hold on to that. The Bible talks about laying aside every sin and every weight that doth but easily uh, beset us. And so, you know, it's important for us to examine ourselves, to ask God, you know, search me, Lord, is there anything that I'm holding on to that's not like you? And that's how God can mold us and shape us and do new things in our lives and bless us with the gifts that he wants to give us. You know, um, like I said last week, no, the week before last, uh, when we had the revival, God was just like renewing my mind. I could tell that he was purging me, getting rid of old stuff, you know, in my life. And, you know, I'm grateful for what he's done and what he's continuing to do. Sanctification, you know, it, it continues throughout the lifespan of a Christian. It doesn't just stop at one day and that's it. You continue to grow in grace in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's not just like, oh, I'm all good. I'm all perfect in this one day and I stop growing. No, you continue to grow. You know, God continues to mold you. Um, you, you know, the Lord will allow different things to just drop off of you in life. You know, things that you were interested in, you're no longer interested in. That is a form of sanctification right there. You know, me, I was very much into action movies, love them, but I realized, hey, the world is getting crazier, having all this profanity, all of these uh, throwing in different things that are ungodly, like homosexuality and whatnot. So I was like, you know what? Let me let that go. I don't want that anymore. That's a form of sanctification, just an example. So like, you know, God will allow us to grow in that way. And I'm grateful for what he did, you know, during that week and what he's doing in my life now, because, you know, as I was listening to that message, you know, I, I was on my knees and I was praying and, you know, uh, I felt the power of God. Um, I opened my mouth and then I started to uh, speak in tongues. You know, I was worshiping the Lord. And again, I'm so excited for what he's done. And in the evening when I was going to bed, it was almost like, uh, the Holy Spirit was giving me an in-service saying, you know, I'm here to help you. You know, I'm here to help you um, live, you know, the Christian life. You know, I'm not here to um, just to leave you if you make a mistake, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and so, you know, I'm grateful for uh, uh, that as well, just to kind of add that sort of reassurance to me. Um, recently, actually last night, I had a dream where, uh, you know, just to kind of confirm a bit more, <laughs> um, I had a dream that I was uh, uh, at this mall. I was at this mall and I went to go to the uh, ladies room and I went to, it seemed like there was this huge bathroom with all these stalls and it seemed like there was only one other person there. I went all the way down and that stall was taken. So I went somewhere randomly in the middle. Um, but I heard like, 
whoever was in that stall down away from me, you know, I heard them like make some noises, but it wasn't anything crazy. Like, you know, just like, you know, normal shuffling or whatever. But, you know, for me, I felt a little uneasy by that because again, I didn't know who the person was, what they were up to, you know, that kind of thing. So I remember, you know, in that moment, I remember my uh, pastor speaking one day in real life, real life, he was saying, um, more or less, I think the message or what he was trying to share with us was that, um, you know, if, if there's some sort of opposition in the way of the enemy comes against you, you know, you rebuke him. And he said something to the effect of like, um, uh, I adore you by God you know, more or less like, you know, get out the way or, you know, um, I can't remember the rest that he said. Um, but I remember him saying, I adore you by God. And that was the part that I remembered in my dream. I don't know if I said it in the dream or if I just thought it, but once I did, it was like, I, in the, in the, in the dream, it was like, I saw the bathroom stall in front of me where I was, it was like this great bathroom stall. And then it seemed like as that was happening, one, I imagined or I saw like another preacher that I like to listen to. I can't remember what he said, but it was like, as well, while that was happening, it was almost like when paper gets singed with fire, like almost like kindling and it sort of goes across slowly across the way. Um, like the sort of singe, the sort of spark just slowly going across, like as the paper's like slowly getting burned. Um, it looked like that, but it didn't look like a normal orange fire. It looked more of like a white, almost had a, a yellowish tinge to it. Um, and, you know, then it seemed like while that was happening, I could see these sort of like balls, um, these sort of like balls uh, of the same material that was like, burning whatever was going across the either the bathroom stall or what I saw in this image and there were like these balls and they were like on top of my head or in front of my eyes um and like you know I don't know if they were comprised of fire or not but all I know is that they were the same color as that sort of singe looking thing as if something was getting burned um and I remember my head sort of feeling tingly at the time and I remember like the scene was slowly changing where I was in my bed in my room facing the wall and it seemed like it was a uh, light outside um, so that was coming in my room so I, I feel like I was either um, I think I was like at that point half awake half asleep um, because uh, it seemed like I was or maybe my eyes were open where I could kind of experience what was going on in real life because it was daytime um, but uh, I ended up just uh, sitting there and I remember um, I started to just, you know, speak in tongues and I was saying hallelujah and speaking in tongues, hallelujah. And um, uh, uh, it seemed like as well, I could hear wind. I could hear wind in the dream. And, um, you know, that's really interesting because in Acts 2 um, in the Bible, it says, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Um, this is from Acts 2 um, verses 1 through 4. 
And, you know, uh, in the dream, you know, when I had this experience, you know, I, 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 when I woke up, I didn't fully realize what happened, but then I started to remember, like the Lord was bringing back to my remembrance what happened. I was like, wow. And so for me, I see that as confirmation of him just letting me know, like, you know, you are filled, you know, walk in that power. Don't be afraid. Don't doubt, you know, my presence in your life, you know, and I'm grateful for what he's done. And something else that I wanted to add on to. So the day after in real life that I got filled with the Holy Ghost, um, I remember calling my pastor just to let him know about the testimony of what happened. And he was so excited. He was very excited. And because, um, you know, I've asked him about this over the years about, you know, being filled with the Holy Ghost and everything. And of course, he gave me wise counsel and all that good stuff. Um, but I remember uh, when I told him that he actually said that he saw me at the altar um, at that uh, revival Friday night. And, you know, he, he said he prayed for me. He said he put his hand in my direction and he paid for me for like a good few minutes, you know, uh, and his prayer was that Lord fill her tonight. And, you know, I was like, wow. <laughs> um, especially since, you know, I had that sort of purpose in my heart, like I'm going to get filled tonight. And with him praying, uh, uh, that same thing, Lord, fill her tonight. And then I end up getting filled. And, you know, it's just like, wow, like God is so cool. And to me, it's like, wow, like God, like you're amazing. You know, um, it just to kind of, the Lord knows what we need, you know, so he'll let us know, like he'll confirm things. So he'll be there to help you and everything like that. Um, even when, you know, doubt tries to keep creep in the Lord, is there to help you. One, we, re we rebuke the doubt, of course. And then God shows up and says, hey, like, by the way, I am with you. You know, you do have the gift of the Holy Ghost, you know. So it it's 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 really cool. Um, I think God is really cool. I think God is amazing. He's great. Um, and he's such a loving, um, amazing God. I, I can't say more. Words cannot describe you know, who he is and the power that he has and the gentleness that he has as well. Um, so yeah, it, it's crazy. Um, it's amazing. It's crazy in a good way. <laughs> um, and I just wanted to share that testimony with y'all today because I think it's really cool. Um, and I'm grateful for the gift that the Lord has given me. Um, and you know, it'll be exciting to see what he does next. Uh, <laughs> and you know, I pray for anyone who's listening out there that God does something new in your life. Um, you know, if you're saved and you aren't filled with the Holy Ghost yet, keyword yet, um, you know, I'm believing God for you. Um, you know, I know I've also had, um, you know, people also praying for me, uh, concerning getting filled with the Holy Ghost. Um, and I'm grateful for that. Some episodes back, I even said like, oh, pray for me because I'm looking forward to getting filled with the Holy Ghost. So if y'all were praying for me, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, and if you didn't, it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's amazing. I'm super excited, as you can tell. Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to share that testimony. And again, like you might be listening to this and you might be like, Olivia, you know, I don't know the Lord, you know, I don't have a relationship with him, you know, uh, I want to give you that opportunity. You know, um, I was four years old when I got saved, when I uh, gave my life to the Lord. And here's the deal, you know, the Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And that's in Romans chapter three, verse 23. And another thing that I want to add is that 
you know, uh, also in Psalm 51 verse 5, it says, Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. So basically, um, one, everyone is born into sin. And two, you know, there's no amount of good that we can do um, in order to gain that relationship with God without Jesus Christ. You know, there's no amount of... Um, you know, uh, kind words or giving to the homeless or giving to the poor that we can do in order to earn our relationship with God. In order to be saved from our sins, uh, which is wrong and disobedience against the Lord, against his word, the only way to, to get saved from our sins is to uh, confess with our mouths that we are sinners, that um, that we do need the Lord's help. You know, that, that we are wrong for the sins that we have committed. Um, and to also believe that Jesus is real, that he died on the cross for our sins, that God raised him up from the dead um, three days later um, after Jesus' sacrifice on the cross uh, for us. Um, and that through his blood, through um, his sacrifice on the cross, we can have that relationship with God, that we no longer have to live in our sin and be bound to what has us, you know, broken and what has us all dysfunctional. You know, if you're listening out there, you don't have to go to the club every weekend in order to feel fulfilled. You don't have to go to that man or woman in order to feel fulfilled. You know, you don't have to take those drugs in order to feel fulfilled. You know, you don't have to binge watch show after show after show in order to feel fulfilled. You don't have to go from relationship to relationship to relationship to relationship in order to feel fulfilled. The Lord is ready to receive you. He's ready to receive you with open arms because he loves you. He died on the cross for your sins so that you can have life through him. He loves you deeply, more than anyone in this world, more than your mother, more than your father, more than your friend, more than your boyfriend, your girlfriend, more than your spouse. Jesus loves you you and he is ready to save you if you are ready to make this commitment to the lord all you have to do is pray this simple prayer you know um just and all you have to do is just mean it from your heart you know and then after that you are saved there's no jumping through hoops there's no you know banging your head against the wall you know there it's it's simple you know the the this gift of salvation is simple you know, so I, I want to pray with you all. And for those who are listening out there who are saved, I just pray that you will pray along with me that whoever's listening that doesn't know the Lord, that they will accept Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. So here you go. Repeat after me. So Lord Jesus, I come before you today admitting that I am a sinner and I am in need of your salvation. I repent of my sins and I turn away from them. I'm sorry for the sins that I've committed. Lord Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross for my sins, that God raised you up on the third day, and that you are coming back for me one day. Lord Jesus, I pray that you fill me with your precious Holy Ghost, and I'll live for you one day at a time for the rest of my life. Thank you for your grace and for your strength. Thank you for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. So if you pray that prayer, I'm really excited for you because one, now you're my brother um, or sister in Christ and now you have a relationship with God. So, you know, you should be definitely rejoicing right now because you're no longer in sin. You're no longer bound by sin. You now belong to God. You now belong to Jesus Christ. So I'm super excited for you. Um, in the show notes, in the description box, wherever you're listening, um, there will be notes on different things. Uh, one, an online Bible, so you start reading the Word of God. Um, uh, so there's a link to that. I highly recommend you get a Bible in print as well because technology can fail. Um, also, too, I'll have links down in the description of churches that you can listen to um, in the meantime while you find a physical church to go to just to kind of give you a an idea of what to look for. Um, and so also, too, if you're local, if you're in that area where the church is, please feel free to go there um, in order to get the word of God. Um, and, but please make sure you go to a physical church that's Bible-believing, um, that talks about going closer to God, um, you know, all different things. So I just wanted to put that in there just to help people and, you know, pray to God, reach out to him, have that conversation with him. It doesn't have to sound fancy. It, it can just be you having a conversation with the Lord, you know? Um, so yeah, I just wanted to share those things with you and, you know, continue to listen to the podcast because here, you know, I'm growing in the Lord. And I want to share my journey, my adventure with y'all and also share other people's testimonies of how they got saved and how they're growing closer to God and soaking in the sunlight. Um, So, yeah, continue to listen um, because I believe it will bless you and help you as you continue to uh, grow in Christ and everything. Awesome. So uh, I pray that you all uh, stay encouraged and that uh, you continue to stay strong throughout the week. Um, I pray for those out there who may be struggling with something. I pray that God continues to help you know that the Lord's grace is sufficient to carry you through whatever you're going through. And I don't care what it is. You know, people go through some things that they feel like they can't even mention and talk about. But God is able to help you with that as well. Okay. Um, So before I head out, I just want to say a prayer and then we'll be on our merry way. So Lord Jesus, I thank you for this day. Thank you for this time that um, I get to share this testimony of how you fill me with your precious Holy Ghost, God. Lord Jesus, I pray, Lord, that you would touch those out there, God, who are seeking you, who are seeking to be filled um, with your precious Holy Ghost, God. I pray that you would give them that gift, O God, and that we'll all grow in grace in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you, God, for giving us a proper understanding. Thank you, God, for allowing us, O God, to continue to grow in you, God. I pray for those who got saved today, Lord. I pray that they will always follow your will and that they'll just continue to seek you the more and more, God. Thank you, Lord. You are amazing. I love you, Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to share the word of God with others, Lord. Um, And I thank you, Lord God, um, for touching whoever's listening out there, God, or whichever country that they're in. I pray that you'll bless them, keep them, God, Um, whether they're facing persecution, whether they're facing opposition, uh, bullying, whether they're sad, God. I pray that you lift them up, help them, God. I thank you, Jesus, for uh, letting them know that your grace is sufficient, oh God. I thank you, God. I bless your name. I thank you, Jesus. You're worthy, Lord, to be praised. Thank you, Lord God, for all these things and more. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Okay, so um, I pray that you all have a blessed, amazing day. Um, Remember to be encouraged and stay encouraged you know, look out for another podcast episode next week. You know, in the meantime, share it with a friend. Um, You can follow me on social media. The uh, handles are below in the description notes. And uh, yeah, 
and always remember to soak in the sunlight because Jesus is the only light. Love y'all. Have a blessed week. Bye.